This is Plus Money Golf on the Patriot Sports Network. A golf betting podcast that's better than most. What he said. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. And now, here are your hosts, Adam, Smitty, and Eric. Good evening. Welcome to Plus Money Golf on the Fantasy Sports Corp Network. Show with the pro and the caddy. That'd be Adam and Smitty. My name is Eric. I'm just the host. I got to hit the driving range and get a video of me really cracking, really lacing one. I think it would look good next to uh, some professional swings. We are brought to you this evening by Jazz Sportsbook Casino and Racebook. And of course, our good friends over at Underdog Fantasy. Use code plus money, get a 100% deposit match over there. Play some golf, do a little best ball, maybe expand your horizon. Smitty's working on an up and down on the 19th at Aaron Hills, so he'll be back next week. We do, however, have the reigning five-time Dubuque Club champion here, so we'll be good. Adam, how are you doing? Good, man. I can't believe Smitty didn't even ask us if we wanted to come up there. That's like the yeah. biggest dick move ever, just so he knows. Yeah. I didn't find out about this till yesterday. He's he just texts like, time. oh, by the way, I'm not. He didn't tell us last week where we could plan on like coming up there to play or anything. Nope feel like he designed it that way so we would have no way of joining him on the links he didn't want either of us to embarrass him us publicly or you on the course <laughs> that's true we got uh all kinds of stuff to talk about this week we we're on hiatus last week so we have the open and the 3m to talk about brian Harmon went 67 65 69 70 over four rounds at Royal Liverpool at the Open, really impressive. Also I mean, notable, who didn't make the cut, Morikawa Horschel, Finau, Sam Burns, and Justin Thomas. I mean, Spieth made the cut, which I was surprised. I mean, he finished 23rd, so, but... Yeah. Maybe Smitty was taking a hiatus this week because he's had two weeks where he just got obliterated, so... <laughs> could be is he he's in real trouble with the jt he's in real trouble with the rider and fedex now isn't yeah, it so he's 70 i look today 79th on the the points list for the fedex cup uh top 70 go get to play next week the 71 through 125 get to keep their card but 125 to the rest got to go to q school which i think this is the first year we have q school back which is going to be real interesting um, because there's a lot of guys on the bubble this week. Um, Eckroat's at 70. He's only two points ahead of 71. So he's got to make the cut, but he can't have, he can't have guys like leapfrog him. So he can't have like Justin Sue pull off some crazy round. Um, That's a crazy thing about this week is you'll probably see on the top, like, when they show the name where they rank in the FedEx Cup, because it's going to be really nuts. Um, some of these big name guys that we, you know, always talk about are not going to make it. That's wild. Ekro was playing so well. I haven't heard his name in a few weeks, though. He missed the cut last week. Uh, but it was like a super deep cut. It was like four under. I mean, and then Smitty sent us a thing on the web doc or the corn fairy. The cut was seven under. And a guy was like, imagine if you shot 68-68 and you didn't make the cut. He's <laughs> like, 
that makes the cut like every event. If you shot six under for two rounds, every single event you would have made the cut. This is the one event you did not, which is kind of hard to believe. It was the lowest cut line ever, I think is what they said. Yeah. Which, show, which shows you. It has to be. Which shows you why the guys that are like 126 on the money list want to desperately get in that top 125 because you don't want to go to Q school or go to the corn Ferry finals against all these guys. That's going to be a nightmare. Then you're one in a large group and you have to work your way. It's sort of, you're back yeah. equal with everybody who's down there. So you have to work your way up just like any of them do. You, you and if you're like a guy up. like JT or Adam Scott or just, or uh, Shane Lowry or some of these guys that only like, to, don't like to play every week. Well, Q school is like, <laughs> you know, day after day after day of just a grind of shooting six or seven under and the corn. You don't want to go to the corn, have to join in that, whatever the season ending thing where they join the corn fairy for the last 25 spots. Cause that's like a bloodbath. I mean, those guys are just used to shooting 20 under, you know, that's like par for the course these days on the corn fairy. Wow. I think I saw Goddard finish like top five and he was 22 under. Damn. It's, it's just a uh, course is more difficult. They're playing easier courses, but I mean, it's just, Jesus Christ, those guys have got to take it so deep over there. It's not even funny. I was trying to see what the actual winning score was last week there. Minus 36? It was, I think it was 25 or 26. Man. That's it was, yeah, let's see, go to the results here. Well, I mean, the PGA Tour is getting that way now, too. It was 25 what? under. Chris Goddard up shot 23 and he got fourth place. Oh man. You shot 23 <laughs> under par for four days and you get fourth place. That's what essentially six under every day. Yeah. And the guy won in a four playoff. days on top of each other. The guy won in a playoff. It wasn't like he was an outright leader by five, like last, you know, like uh this week on the regular tour, the guy wins by seven, but Poston did pawned it and cost himself $260,000. What, what did Hodges end up with? Minus 24? Uh, let's see. It was 23 or 24. Yeah. Cause Poston was at 17. Man. Poston, but no regrets. He said in his defense, he's like 10 out of 10. I still take that shot. Like no regrets. He's like, I'm not out here trying to play for second. See I'm trying to win. That's why I'm a JT posting guy. He but he's already in the it. he's already in the top forty. I think he moved up to forty, which a good finish this week gets him in the top thirty, which is then you're locked in for all the playoff events. Because um, the guys typically like let's say fifty to seventy that make it into next week, half those guys aren't going to make it to the next round. I mean, they got to win. So that's like, their only route. Once you're in the top 30, you're pretty much a lock. Like you could miss a cut and still make it into the tour finals at uh, the top 30, but you don't want to put yourself in that position. I mean, there is money to be made at 70, but still it's, if you're in the top 30, you're guaranteed at least three more checks before the end of the year. It's gotta be a massive difference in earnings. If you get kicked down to Q school, a couple million, $3 million probably. Oh my God. That's you know? pressure. 
And standing over a putt with that weighing on you. Plus they have like, you know, the, the top 30 at the, the end of the year, the the uh, one at Eastlake, they have like the huge, the tour championship, like, you know, the 15 or 20 million now it is for first. That's Which, wild. I mean, Scotty's probably going to be a lock for that so far. Is but, he just kind of taking it easy? Yeah, we haven't seen any of these guys play since the British Open. That's been, what, two? Let's see, the Open Championship was two weeks, three weeks ago? Two and a half, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Finau got a top 10 last week, which was pretty good, and JT Poston was second. Yeah. Yeah, that was a nice rebound from missing the cut. But the open, that course, that whole event is just different. Yeah, it's Some different. of the guys, it seems like some games just don't translate to whatever yeah, I mean, that is over there. You're playing in absolute terrible weather. I mean, Brian Harmon's played the whole last round and just rain. <laughs> and then at one point, they showed Rory's face when he teed off, and he was looking at his caddy, and I think he said this is absolutely fucking terrible or something like that. <laughs> when it, at the point when it was just dumping. Yeah. Torrential downpours. Yeah. Some guys have, you know, better uh, rain gear than, than others, but yeah, I, it's always that it's always been that. Why did they say, let's have the biggest tournament here. It's it rains every day. What are we doing? Yeah. Who am I, I? What do I know? Golf's four thousand years old. Yeah. Then the, uh, the th- then this week was today was the day that they locked in for the Ryder Cup, the top six. Yeah, I saw you sent that to us. Yeah. So, uh, so Brooks Kepka appears to be going to the Ryder Cup. It's what it says here. It is run by the PGA of America. Just so people know, the Ryder Cup. All four majors are run by different entities, and the Ryder Cup is run by the PGA of America, not the All PGA four Tour. Run by four different entities. Yeah, so the PGA Championship is run by the PGA of America. The U.S. Open is run by the USGA. The Open Championships run by the Royal and Ancient, and the Masters is run by Augusta. Uh. So they have no real say. The Tour has no real say on. What happens? Anything outside the regular tour? They uh, they do run the Presidents Cup, which nobody cares about. I mean, but yeah, I did see that, and I did see that. You know, last week we were talking about Sepp Straka, and we couldn't find him on the list, and he was actually listed in the tops. I think on the bubble maybe for the European Ryder Cup. Let's see. So I mean, he is. They are letting whatever country he's from, he was, I think it was, I don't know, like Finland or some weird country. Finland, Sweden, Norway, one of them. Yeah. So yeah, he's, he's on the bubble of making it. uh, So the European locked in was Rory, John Rahm, Robert McIntyre, Victor Hovland, Tyrell Haddon and Tommy Fleetwood, which is a pretty good team. One through six, that matches up pretty good with, uh, the U.S. team, which would be Scotty Scheffler, Wyndham Clark, Brian Harmon, Brooks Kepka, Xander, and Patrick Cantley. To me, on p- paper, that European team looks a little stronger than the American team. 
Overall, yeah, we got Scotty there, but we got a couple weak links possibly. We've got Xander who is who knows which Xander's gonna show up. Can't lay, I don't know. <laughs> He's so hit or miss too, you know. And then you have Wyndham Clark, who's never played in a team event. Brian Harmon, who's never played in a team event. Scotty's played that. in one, and Kepka's like basically the veteran on this team. Never played in a team event. Is that a big deal? For the Ryder Cup? Yeah, because it's like, I was trying to describe to someone when I went to the one at Hazel Team. It's like going to a rivalry college football game, like OU Texas or Auburn, Alabama or Georgia, Alabama, but on a golf course. It's like 20 people deep, you know, hundreds of thousands of people. And it's just like America versus the world. It's the yeah. craziest thing you could ever go to, I think. And that's your first team event as a professional. That does yeah. seem like a lot. Yeah. It'd probably be more comfortable for him if it was in the U.S., but being overseas, it's going to be like those European fans are relentless just with. Brian Harmon thought that he got some hate speech at the Open Championship. Those were softballs compared to what he's going to get at the Ryder <laughs> Cup. Yeah. Yeah, some guy saying you don't have the stones for this. That's not yeah. going <laughs> to. It's going to be the, great. The cart girl's going to say. Yeah. I like Kepka on the team, though. I think you put him and Brian Harmon together, and it's like, that's a pretty good squad. Yeah, I mean, if these guys can uh, lift each other up. I mean, the only thing with Xander is you're going to put him and Patrick Cantlay together because they're butt buddies, and they're going to play well together because they play well together all the time. But, you know, Scotty, you could put him with anybody. Wyndham Clark probably played with Scotty too. With Scotty or Brooks. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be very interesting. It's yeah, new a, Brooks is very chill. He's got to be really easy to get along with. So right the now. next four guys for the U.S. are Max Homa, Cam Young, Spieth, and Kika Bradley. Would not mind seeing Homo get in there. I know. He's just playing so bad right now. It's like, and Tony Finau, they asked him, and he's like, if you go off a of past history, yeah, I would say, yeah, I can make the team. But if you go off a of current, uh, what do you say, current playing ability and current performance, no, I'm not going to get picked. Oh, come on, Tony. You just won the water park event. I mean, you got to pick. He played pretty good this week. Yeah. Um, just trying to see who's, I mean, Ricky Fowler's got to be a lock for sure. Um, Ricky Fowler puts asses in seats. And he's been tearing it up all year. Like, yeah. how, how can you not pick Ricky Fowler? He's clearly playing better than every guy on this list for the U.S. Um, he's just yeah. played better. He's got more top tens than JT and Spieth combined. He's got more wins than JT's had in two years. Yeah. And they're basically on the same trajectory. Yeah, they're both. Sam Burns won a couple times this year. Denny McCarthy's won a couple times. You know, Katayama's won recently. I, I don't know. I would not want to be Zach Johnson. It looked real, I don't want to call it like pulling pure favoritism, 
but Zach John or uh, JT was at the Zach Johnson Foundation tournament yesterday in Cedar Rapids. Hmm. Could be a connection there. I don't know. I think maybe there's a little. Uh, I think some going on. I think you bench him this year and make him really want it. Like they did that to. Did they do that to Spieth a few years ago? Like they benched him. Oh, it was Bryson. Where? Oh, I bet he handled that well. They just benched him and told him, like, look, come and be a captain, and then this is what happens. Because what the U.S. does a really good job with is they bring a lot of the guys that are, like, on the bubble or just outside, and they'll, you know, put them as, like, make them follow groups or, like, kind of be assistant coaches. You know, like, hang out with the team, especially the, like, let's say a guy like Kitayama or – uh maybe Aberg or somebody like that. I mean, Aberg's not American, but you know, like the new guys, you bring them out and let them like follow and watch. They see what they're going to get into if they, cause they're going to be the next guys, you know? Yeah. Yeah. See what these fans are like. Yeah. Soccer chants, throwing but, beers. I mean, JT's up 14 right now. And I don't, how could he as an American say, yeah, I need to be on that team. Like he's absolutely fucking terrible right now. Yeah, that would be Terrible. pure ego. What, now you're going to get on track? This is going to be the thing that straightens you out? I, I mean, don't think it is. We've seen it before where guys, like, they pick somebody and then all of a sudden they break out. But, I mean, missed the cut at Rocket. Didn't play John Deere. The Rocket Mortgage. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Ricky did win, but he wasn't even close to the cut line. Um. Let's see. The open, he missed the cut. The Scottish, yep. I think he made the cut. 3M, he didn't even sniff the cut line. No. I, when it moved to minus four, a lot of guys got screwed. Yeah, I did, but I mean, you're two under on a course where guys are shooting 24 under. I mean, you're two under. You're, he was five back the first day. <laughs> like he's supposed to be an elite player. He should show yeah. up and just dominate. What? He's getting Gotta worked by mental. JT. He's getting worked by, I mean, JT Poston made him look like a yeah. chump this week. Yeah. Millie Goat's podcast was hinting at the fact that maybe JT Poston is, is the JT now. I think maybe so. The whole moniker moves over to JT Poston. If JT Poston wins this week, how can you not keep him off the Ryder Cup if he moves up? He played yeah, really good great. at Deer. He played good at Barbasol. He played good in the open. I mean, he made the cut for, you know, it usually takes guys four or five times before it, like last year was his first year playing in the majors. Yeah. Um, second half 3M. The he was same, right in the mix all weekend at the 3M. I think last year at the Wyndham, he shot like 22 under and like, did he break the scoring record or something? That was on the, PJ Tour power rankings thing. Sounds like a guy you need on your Ryder Cup squad. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even talk about like a, the opposite field event at Barracuda with Batia finally getting his first win. Yeah. Oh, I was so mad at myself for not betting on him. It's and called then, the Barracuda. That's an ocean fish. <laughs> that's true. That does make sense. <laughs> and then he. So he realized that he got enough points, but he didn't sign up 
for the next week because he assumed it was the regular points status for FedEx Cup is what I understand is what he said. He thought it was the regular points for FedEx Cup. He didn't realize there was less points because it was an opposite field event. And so he didn't get in the top 70. So it was too late to sign up for her 3M. So now he's got to produce this week to get in the top 70. Ooh. He just thought if he won, he was locked in because that's the way it would be normally. Yeah. But he did not get locked in. Ooh. Ooh. It's like getting to the register and the gift card only has $7. You're like, hang on yeah. a second. That's exactly. $50. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's get into this week. It's the Wyndham Championship at Sedgefield Country Club, which just sounds like a place I'm not allowed. It looks oh, like old Bavaria. One last golf news thing that was just from 11 hours Ooh. ago was Tiger is now on the PJ Tour policy board, which he's never been on before. Interesting. He's going to ban red on Sundays so he can have that. Um, Do guys not never wear red on Sundays out of respect for Tiger? Yeah, maybe it's like a retired jersey situation where he just retires the color red. (laughs) (laughs) Like that was a big deal. Like in the Ryder Cup when he was playing, like Ralph Lauren does all the apparel for Ryder Cup. And they always did blue for the U.S. on Sunday. Well, when Tiger started playing, then it was like a whole big issue because he only wears red. Yeah. And so they had to start going to like these weird shades of red and then like pieces of red. And then then they just went like full red, like the bottom half was red and the top half was blue. It was like weird. Uh, so it's like I'm kind of glad he's not on the Ryder Cup anymore. So we don't have to deal with these like Ralph Lauren doesn't have come up with these strange combinations of red. Yeah. That's stretching. That's respect, though. Nobody else is getting that kind of considerations from the Taylors or the Haberdashers. Or the people at RLX are very happy that Tyre's not on the Ryder Cup team anymore. <laughs> yeah, for sure. This place looks like it's uh, old Germany or Austria. The All the clubhouses and all the structures. Yeah. It looks like stuff we got up here where all the Germans settles, settled. Webb Simpson said... There's no way he wins the U.S. Open without winning at Sedgefield. With the Bermuda Greens, he says it's the, one of the great golf courses on the tour. It's a good golf course. I mean, it's like, to me, it looks a lot like East Lake. I mean, it's very resident South Carolina or North Carolina. Yeah, North Carolina. Beautiful. And it's a, one of those tournaments where we have a lot of, like, guys that win, and they just go on a tear, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There's been there's been some guys streaking around. Trying to bring up our JT Poston. Yeah. Love JT Poston. Just trying to think what well, last year I was trying to look. Oh, did Tom Kim win here last year, didn't he? Does that where he got his first win? Yeah, he got his his uh win here. Twenty years old. Ooh. That she closed with a nine under 61 for a five shot victory. JT Poston won in 19, shot 22 under. Damn. I would get destroyed by these golf courses. I'm trying to find our 
odds here. Golf. Nope. Sports book. There you are. It's a great looking golf course, though. Yeah. It doesn't look like there's a ton of uh, trees and all kinds of. There's like a obstacles. creek that runs through, which I know a lot of guys have trouble with this creek, like off the tee. It just looks like a classic old country club. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it looked like to me from the, uh, what you call it, architecture? I almost said yeah. culture. <laughs> like just a good old, you know, throwback golf course. 1926 Don Ross. There you go. Yeah. That's, why it look, that's why it looks like a classic old golf course. There's your culprit. Hideki Matsuyama is the favorite. 18 to one. It's good to see a nice straw, a big double digit favorite. At least I don't yeah. like those plus nine fifty weeks. Boy, we have, seems like we haven't had one of those since Scotty Scheffler's not in the field. Yeah. He's pretty much, pretty much the guy <laughs> JT post and 30 to one. How do I not bet that? I thought that was great odds. Yeah. Guys on fire. Uh, Tom Kim is not defending his title because he had an ankle injury from the British. So oh, he like twisted his ankle or something, and it's like severe pain. He played the whole British through it, but he said he was going to take the week off. Yeah, probably walking all those miles. Yeah, it's It's got to be. Gotta be. I mean, it's a pretty strong field. Yeah, I mean, Billy Horschel's down here at sixty to one. Glover sixty to one. Glover still hasn't gone over par in like seven years. He's got like what was it the one of the longest under par streaks or something going like rounds. I think last week Thursday and Friday he went under Thursday and even par on Friday. So yeah. Still he hasn't shot tag. over par since the deer, I don't think. Wow. Um, Max McGreevy showed a little s- sign of rebirth last week, too. Uh, I think yep. at one point he was like T23 or T20. And then I think he either he bogeyed or somebody birdied and it bumped him down to like 30s. But still strong showing for McGreeves. Um, body is down here at 80 to one with Justin. Sir. I thought that that's crazy. It was crazy disrespect for Batia coming off a win. Yeah. This feels like one of those weeks that they don't know what they're doing and we're going to get rich. Exactly. Uh, These, Ke- uh Russell Kevin Henley, Kevin Tway's like way down. He's on the bubble too. I think to actually keep his card, he's never had to go to Q school. Is my understanding. He's like one of the few guys that never had to like drop back to the corn ferry or go to Q school. Oh, that's like a sort of a rite of passage. It happens to everybody at some point. There's like very few. There's like, I want to say there's like 10 guys or something. Never had to drop down like Ricky, Charles, Howell, Kevin Tway, Tiger, Phil, it's like a very small group of guys that like oh. went on tour and they just came out and stayed there. Never had to play in the minors. Must be nice. I was trying to see. 
there's so many guys that are on the bubble you could bet on. Yeah, these guys are going to be highly motivated. This is like a, one of the tournaments where I feel like guys are just going to be going for broke because essentially some of them are. I mean, yeah. Like McGreevy has nothing to lose. He's, I think he's not in the top 125, so he's got to do something. He's 185 on the FedEx Cup. So he's got to, you know, he essentially has to win to keep his card. He needs to move up. One thing left to do. He needs to move up 52 spots. 52 spots, no big deal. He's made seven cuts in in 30 events this year. So that's a lot of weeks on the road to play 30 events. Man. At least he's not going into his pocket for hotel fees and everything, right? He's only made 342, so he's probably probably got a couple hundred. And then after taxes, he's probably got enough to live comfortably in Oklahoma City. Yeah. Probably designed him a place for cheap. I've seen where it's, I'm pretty sure that's his house that's right on the golf course. Um, at least that's where him and all his buddies hang out at. But he is playing in a tournament that I'm going back to play in in Oklahoma. So, oh, well, in the Oklahoma Open, he signed up, and I was looking at the player list to see if I wanted to sign up. And I was like, shit. I was like, oh, well. He's only made six cuts, so he's beatable. Yeah. Get out there and hustle him up. Maybe we'll get paired together. That'd be epic. (laughs) Yes. Then he's on the podcast. Now he's a regular guest. We're making friends. We're hanging out at at the John Deere. I I think, uh, man, I do know somebody that maybe they could pull strings to get us paired together. You know, I don't know if they always put him with his buddies. Like, you know, uh, let's shelter the tour guy but that would be cool (laughs) it's not what you know it's who you know for the show not for me (laughs) well before we get into all these winners let's get a message from our friends at jazz online sportsbook casino and racebook jazz sportsbook casino and racebook the world's best resource for all-purpose online wagering For over 20 years, Jazz has provided the best and quickest payouts in sports and entertainment wages. Live sports betting, covering all the major sports leagues, and even into the new and exciting world of esports. Down the stretch you'll come, with Jazz's online horse wagering. Get paid when you play with Jazz's fun and exciting online casino games. Go online now and use the promo code TSS for our new, members deals. Jazz Sportsbook casino and racebook the world's best resource for online wagering i always feel like such a gentleman when i'm over there <laughs> <laughs> oh so are we are we focusing on bubble guys is there some uh yeah i think so familiarity what uh what do you i mean i kind of like with... there's some long shots in your top 20s That's... Yeah, i went with guys that were hot and guys that were bubble busters um so like my top twenties this week, like Denny McCarthy, who's not really a bubble guy, but he played pretty good last week. Um and I felt like this is a week he could really come through. Um oh, change it to Denny's. <laughs> Denny's McCarthy's. <laughs> it's 
It's always he's at one. He's at one thirty for a top twenty. He's been crushing it. I've been getting uh, uh, pretty, pretty consistent. I've been playing him for first round leader. Yeah. Off him. How about last week with the wire to wire? That hasn't happened, but maybe once or twice all year. Yeah. I feel like the year last year we got more wire to wire action. Yeah. We had two or three at least. I think that goes back to like the whole thing where you don't like the mega stars are only playing in the elevated events and you don't get them spread out through the year. Um, oh, when yeah, two or three would stop by one event yeah. and dominate it. So if you only have to play whatever 15 events a year, four are majors and the other ones are elevated events, you're not going to 3M if you don't have to unless it's a sponsor. But uh, Denny McCarthy's had 13. He's at 50% of his in top 25, 13 of 26 events, top 25. That's profitable. He's, he's only missed five cuts, six top 10s, and one second. So he's on the verge. Yeah. Um, Very solid. And then I went with Bo Hostler at 260. Played really good last week. Um, played really good at Barracuda. So he's kind of shaping into form. It's a round form for him, but he's shaping into it. <laughs> um, hey, you, you never pull fat. Nope, that's true. That's what John Daly said. And then... I uh, felt like Adam had one that was like a pick Smitty would probably pick at 190. It's pretty good odds for Hadwin. Yeah. I wanted to pick Chess and Hadley, but he played really good last week too. And he's definitely on the bubble. Um, so we'll see. He tends to always be a play. Up of all bubble guys. I think uh, I'd have to go back and look. Um, but I think Chess and Hadley actually played really good here last year. He did. He finished uh, T eighth last year at this event. So that's a good pick. Postum was twenty first last year. So, and then my, and then I picked. Um, sorry, who do you have? McCarthy, Poston. And I have McCarthy, Hostler, Hadwin, and now I'll put Poston. McCarthy, Poston, Hadwin, Hostler. Yeah. Oh, so I did have Chess and Hadley at 400. Hadley. 400. That's fucking sweet. I'm going to play him top 10, too. Yeah. Call me crazy, but the guy took eighth last time. Yeah. He usually plays good from deer on. And I was just trying to see what he was in the points it's pretty close he's at 132 so he's right on the bubble he needs to move up seven spots to get his lock his card oh he'll be even though i think he still has a two-year exemption with winning last year but still it's a pride thing what were poston's odds for top 20 165 165 nice liked it plus odds on jt poston in July or early August, I'm in. Something about these late summer months when it gets hot. Yeah. With JT posting. Was, he was kind of off the grid. Like he was hot at the first year, then he got off the grid. And then ever since Deer, he kind of like fired it back up. Yep. He was on the PJ Tours like power rankings this week as like, I think, number one. So 
also known as a very solid pick. So yeah. Top tens too. Uh, he went like T four, T six, second, I think. So he's been moving up. Um. So yeah, now we'll go to top ten since we don't have Smitty's picks because he's playing golf. It's dark now. I suspect he's drinking. Yeah, he'll probably say there was no cell phone service or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's in a valley, you know, the Kettle <laughs> Moraine. Jordan Spieth's not playing this week, so he doesn't care. <laughs> yep. Uh, so top tens got JT Poston at three thirty. Uh, that Austin Eckrode at eight hundred. I thought those were just too good odds for a guy on the bubble. Yeah, a guy who could flip the switch at any time. I like that one. That's top ten gets him into the next two weeks, not just one week. Um, and then I got Bo Hostler at five fifty. And I think Bo is already locked in for the top sixty. It was crazy how in two weeks he moved from like. 150 to he's 63rd so that's still bubblish i mean for 70 yeah you could definitely fall to 73rd he's got you know three top tens a third and 10 of his 20 last 27 events for top 25 so it's playing good oh yeah um then i have kevin strillman played good last week at 750 it um these are big old numbers we're getting rich this week producer chris russell henley at 230 because i felt like that was a safe one of so many safe bet bets there oh yeah and then i had to add a sixth one because smitty's not here but i forgot about him was patia oh yeah we owe him that much at 700 for a top 10 the disrespect I thought that was, they're lucky and They're he's, lucky they don't let me parlay Ekrod and Batia. What I liked is that we're on Bermuda grass, so something he probably likes, and it's in North Carolina, so it's going to be hot as fuck there. Just tell him you're in Bermuda. And then, yeah, Bermuda, Bermuda grass. Makes sense. It's on the, in North Carolina. It's somewhat coastal. Um, and he feels a little bit slighted that he didn't get in the top 70 with that win. So he's got a little extra motivation. Yeah, he's playing mad. That's what I think. I mean, a lot of guys are going to be playing mad this week, but I felt like he just, he was so mad about the not getting in the top 70 after the oh, win. Oh, man. He, yeah, he thought he won the bet. And then yeah. he realized that he had minus seven, not minus six and a half. He's got one win this year, one second, four top tens, and six top 25s out of That's 18 solid. events. So he's already made $2 million. I mean, I know he's top 10 in more than half of those. He's got an Instagram girlfriend, so those can't be cheap. So no guessing he requires W's. He needs another win this week. (laughs) Uh, So any girls that hit you up on your DM for, you know, a girlfriend status. Yep. That's why I don't as annoying as she seems. I don't really blame Mahomes. Or marrying and sticking with Brittany, the girl who's been there since you were in high school. If you're going to have half a billion, there's going to be some folks coming out of the woodwork after you. Yeah, but she is so annoying, though. She's a lot. She's a, a lot. lot. 
That's the first thing I saw. That's I've a never lot s- to trade for loyalty. I've seen pictures of her and I've like, you know, seen some posts before, but I'm like, I know nothing about her. So I watched the Netflix thing two minutes in. As soon as she talks, I'm like, Oh my God, this is going to be hard to watch. <laughs> this is going to be hard to watch. <laughs> the brother only made like a half second cameo. I was wondering if they'd keep him out of it. Yeah, hey, pretty guessing much. they clipped all those scenes. Yep. It's called quarterbacks. quarterbacks on Netflix. Follows these quarterbacks around. And I they saw that, the, uh, um, the, the Ravens quarterback, uh, what's his name? Lamar Jackson declined an offer to be on next season. Yeah. They're having a problem with that. They had Mason Rudolph turn them down. So I don't know where they're going to go. Now. Mason Rudolph. <laughs> you gotta Mason be kidding Rudolph me. And, uh, Desmond Ritter, I think, or the kid in Washington. One of the two. Yeah. They're... Why would you not get on there? That makes your marketability know. so much higher. Yeah. Like, All these kids are obsessed with their brand. That get is like brand on TV. If you're Mason Rudolph, right? I mean, who was a mediocre college quarterback at Oklahoma That's State. Fast. Yeah. We're like the Mason Rudolph. Of podcasts, we're young upstarts. Like if they came to us and said we want to, yeah, on a fucking Netflix Des show. Bryant. Like I could fucking play that. That guy had yeah. f- had two running backs and five wide receivers that are all all pro wide receivers and running backs. And it still could. And he didn't do anything. Uh, why would you not? Like your jerseys, if people like you, if you come off as a likable guy. You're going to sell more jerseys. It's going to put more money in your pocket. It's going to give you more value if they want to trade you. It's going to give you more value if they want to, for your, you know, like when your contract comes up. I've heard so many people say that that show made them like Kirk Cousins. It did a lot. Likeable guy. Yep. I mean, how would you like the look at the, even the PJ Tour one? How many guys that you see now have way more logos on their shirts from being on that show? It's crazy. Yeah, Tony Finau was everybody's favorite after that. If you're any company that's a startup, why would you not want to give that guy an endorsement deal? Because now you're going to be on Netflix and get millions of viewers seeing your brand. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's a weird deal. Yeah. Yeah, I have to, to question the business decisions there. Yeah. Speaking of, who's going to win this thing? Uh. So I got JT Poston at 3,000. Yeah. Gotta. I like him. I mean, he's one, year bef- one year before, he gets second last week. I like the confidence of not playing for second. I'm playing to win. It's all there. It's and all, all Usually when guys start saying that, they like feel like they're there. Um, and then I picked Ekro because it was 9,000. Yeah. What are they doing? Um, Bo Hostler at fifty five hundred. Uh, Love it. Sung J M at twenty two hundred because he's one of the favorites, but he was also on the PJ Tours power rankings as one of the favorites. And then Sam Burns at twenty eight hundred, hoping to get a slump buster here for him. Sam Burns, what are his odds? Twenty eight hundred. Nice. Sam Burns is solid. I like Batia or Hostler if they could. I didn't put Batia on there, but I feel like if he gets with them one or two first day, then, you know, 
but with the way these guys are scoring, it's going to be stupid. Like the cut, everybody's going for broke. I feel like the cut could be five or six under for sure. You know, if the winning score here is 24, 22 under, that's, you know, that's anywhere between 11 and 12 under is halfway. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that would make it like, what, five or six? Five or six, yeah. Yikes. How do you calculate cut lines? I just guess. They do top 70 in ties. Um, Okay. When you're playing, you can usually feel it by, you know, like let's say you have the 11 o'clock tee time. So there's what, 30 guys that post before you. If there's like three or four scores at six or seven, you you know the cut's going to be probably four or five. Mm. But it's better to tee off later on a Friday and know what you're dealing with. Huh? Yeah, I was just looking at all the names and I'm like, man, there's a million guys on here that are so good. It's like, I mean, without having, you know, the top 20 players playing, it's a pretty deep fill. Some guys are trying to move up the list and money. Some guys are trying to move up the FedEx. Some guys are trying to move up the Ryder Cup list. So. Yeah, there's a lot of different motivations going on. There's a lot of shit on the line for all these guys. Body of 70 to one first round leader. I might do that. Webb Simpson, 80 to one. Webb Simpson can't stop talking about how much he loves this place. I like Webb Simpson because we're in North Carolina. I think he's a North Carolina guy. Yep. Um, that makes sense. I hear those Millie Goats guys talking about Webb a lot. AK loves Webb. That would add up. You've got Webb. You've got, there's so many guys that live down in that area. Lucas Glover's, I think, lives in that area. He's at 6,000. There's old Callum Terran down there at 90 to 1. Yeah. This is, the odds are so close, it's not, like, really spread out. I mean, it's, they're all pretty bunched up this week. They have no idea. I mean, like, this, uh, just scrolled by one. This Z Z Chen Do, who played pretty good a couple weeks ago, is, like, 40,000 to 1. Max McGreevy, 40,000 to one. Crazy. How great would that be? Jonathan Bird. I mean, that's like, that's like if you picked Brian Harmon to win the British Open at, what was it, 17,000 to one? That's crazy. Yeah, he was. (laughs) That's why we didn't have him on our list because he was so far down the sheet. We never go down that far for majors. No. What Smitty what the say? Like, all is for. Yeah, what Smitty say? Like twenty five or hundred or thirty five hundred. It's like the longest odds that I've ever won a major or something. Crazy. Not anymore. <laughs> we didn't even mention Justin Thomas, like picking him this week. No, and I'm surprised he's still right. Oh no, yeah, 3, he's still right there. He's still up there. What the two, four, six, eight, ten, eleventh. Highest odds. That's pretty, that's higher than he's been the last four weeks. People are just, they, every, every week people are thinking he's got to get it together. This is the, this is the week. I don't know. I think he needs like a retreat. If he wants to make the Ryder cup, he has to win. If he misses the cut again, it's done. So it's wild. I mean, how do you politically even pick 
Justin Thomas for the Ryder Cup team if he doesn't make the cut and doesn't make the playoffs. Yeah, he's ice cold. He's saying into microphones that he doesn't know what's wrong, and he 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 just is playing the worst golf of his life. And no, then he, he missed cuts after that. I mean, the worst thing for him would be if, let's say, JT Poston wins this week, and he goes, he goes what eleven four two one, and then gets in the top thirty, and then next week, let's say Ricky Fowler wins, and then the next week, like you know, somebody else on that Ryder Cup list that's like 15 wins. And then, you know, somebody comes from behind and wins the tour championship. That's going to be the worst case scenario for him. <laughs> he needs to get on it now. He's got to win this week. If he wants to have any chance, my opinion. <clears throat> How do you uh, skip Max Homa or Ricky Fowler to pick JT? You can't. No. If Max Homa wins next week, how do you skip him? No, that's your sure sign that Max is back. And Billy Horschel's been playing really good, which the last two, three weeks, Billy Horschel playing good this time of year is usually he plays a real big underdog story where a few years ago he got bumped from that Ryder Cup team for like one of those picks where they picked somebody that was in the buddy list and bumped him, and then he wins like back to back. Then goes like to Australia and wins over there, just to be like a fuck you to the. That's why they changed to have one last pick after the Tour Championship because they call like the Billy Horschel rule. Because <laughs> nice, he didn't get picked. He got slighted, so he goes out and wins like two of the four playoff events. And it's like, how did you, how would you not pick me? I'm the yeah. clearly the best player right now. Yeah. In the entire world. There's a lot of guys playing golf right now. Yeah. I am the best. How so. am I not on the team? That's the kind of uh that's the kind of fire Batia is gonna have burning inside of him this Yeah. Week. I mean if I'm Zach Johnson, I'm looking at Harris English, Billy Horschel, uh J- JT Poston, Danny McCarthy, guys that are like in that fifteen to you know, twelve range in the Ryder Cup. Because if one of those guys win, it's wins, it's nails in the coffin for JT. Yeah, that'll be it for him. Because now you're going to have a guy with multiple wins in the last year, uh, in the same calendar year. Yeah. So. <laughs> More wins this summer than you've made cuts. Yeah, he's only he hasn't won since the PGA Championship last year. That's a lot of That's events. A big one, but that was a while ago. And he was, what, eight down going into the final round, so technically he shouldn't even have been there. Yep. What else we got? I don't see any props I'm really excited about. Holy shit, we're almost at an hour. Look at us. Golfer props. Will player X make a hole in one? That's just scratch-off tickets. Yeah. Although they are nice odds. Well, there's probably some good parlays in there if you get down through there. But I don't know, man. Those things are so hit or miss. It's like you pick those and you feel like you got it locked and then one of the guys shits the bed. Yep. They always put that one guy in there. 
Yeah. Like Alex Smalley. Sung J M J T Poston, Alex Smalley. Well, that's where you get burned. Yeah. Hideki and Justin Thomas. It's like Hideki's like, geez, I can't even bet on myself this week for that parlay. <laughs> yeah. Sam Burns, Siwoo Kim, and Denny McCarthy all top 20s is plus 1,400. Yeah, that's not bad. Hideki, top 5, JT Post, and top 10, Aberg, top 20 for 6,500. That's a pretty good one. Just depends on which Hideki shows up, the guy with 14 training aids or the guy that's going to play golf. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's an overthinker. How about this one? JT, Justin Thomas, top five, Hideki, top 10, and Shane Lowry, top 28,000. Jeez. That's, that really speaks to... The best one is probably the one at the very end, which is really good, I think. Probably your best one for a buck or two. Sung JM, top five, which he's one of the favorites. Adam Scott, top 10, who's made a lot of top 10s this year. And Cam yeah. Davis, top 20. For ten thousand, it's a hundred dollars for every dollar you put on that. That's that not seems like a pretty doable one. Or even the Danny McCarthy top five, Lowry top ten, Sam Burns top twenty. Yep, I think you're talking me into some sprinklage. Yeah, so if you got a few bucks left, just not the JT ones. <laughs> <laughs> The JT that doesn't deliver. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he's not on the list. I like yeah. the list this week. I'm excited. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you, Adam and not Smitty, for all of your hard work. I hope Smitty went like five under today, though. If you haven't already, subscribe to the Fantasy Sports Corp channel. You're already here, so it's easy to do. Find us on the Twitter at Plus Money Golf, all one word. All right. See you next Tuesday for more plus money opportunities. Adam, say something cool that golfers say. If the Bev cart's out, you can drink no matter what time it is. Thanks for listening to Plus Money Golf. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, keep up with the show on Facebook and Instagram at Plus Money Golf and on Twitter at PSR Golf. Until next time.